Welcome back. You're probably joining us from the last episode. Oh man, that was a long episode, and we didn't barely get anything in that we wanted to. Uh, but if you're not coming to this episode from the last episode, maybe you should listen to the last episode first. So listen to episode 8 before you listen to episode 9. Would highly uh, recommend is, that. <laughs> would highly recommend, or you might be lost. Um, this is probably, like, the only chronological, like, thing that you actually need to listen to in this. Also, if you haven't gone to Bespoke Rail, <laughs> go you to have to go Rail. there now! <laughs> <laughs> and order something. Or just, just look at their stuff. Just they, order it! Share you know it! Luke, do something Luke, with it! What? I got a notification from Bespoke Rail yesterday. Nuh-uh! They what did... just dropped a new... Uh, Illinois wooden, Central! Wood, the Illinois Central, the wooden sign. I saw That's that so too! Cool. I saw that too, because I follow them on Instagram! And I follow them on Instagram too, and it also came across on my Shopify app. Man. And even, even on my Facebook! Man, it's... They're doing some big stuff They are there. branding! I might actually. I might actually. They'll do custom stuff for you too. You know. Yeah. You yeah, know about they'll do custom you, stuff for you. You hear? If you listen to episode seven, you know they'll do cu- uh, custom stuff for you. Go listen to so episode go seven. Listen to episode go seven. listen to episode seven. Then listen to episode eight. And now it's episode listen, nine. Like pause it right now. A minute and fifty-two seconds in. Go listen to episode seven, episode eight, and then come back now and start again at. Two minutes. And then, after that, go back and listen to episodes one through six. Um, yes. Well, I was thinking, because they'll do custom yeah. stuff for you on their cups or for their signs or whatever. Yeah, I've, they will. I am thinking of finding the Pennsylvania Railroad truck train logo, because mm-hmm. it's circular. And I'm like, that would be good on a circular wooden sign, or make it into like a circular wooden coffee table side mm-hmm. table thing and you know where you can get that at bespoke, at rail. bespoke rail you can get it at bespoke rail um so yeah go over take a look this Check is them out yeah they're not telling us to say this we just like no, saying it. we just <laughs> we just thought their product was so cool and they're such genuine nice people and with, with a great I product have, i have Two. Yeah, I have two other products. I have a wooden sign for the Lake Superior Niche Swimming Railroad, and I have a uh, 32 ounce, I think it is, uh, tumbler for the Alaska Railroad. And I will tell you, Luke, that tumbler lives in my office, and every morning I fill that up with water, and it stays cold all day long, but I usually don't let it stay full all day long because I have to refill it halfway through because I'm a thirsty boy. I literally don't have anything from them right now, and I'm still talking about them. <laughs> so, go to Bespoke Rail. Uh, it's BespokeRails.com. Oh, Rails? Oh, jeez. Jeez, yeah. we're saying it wrong. No, it's bes- <laughs> no, so the name is Bespoke Rail. Their website is Bespoke Rails. <sighs> somebody probably, somebody, also, must have, somebody must have took Bespoke Rail. Don't go to also, Bespoke Rail. <laughs> attention. The last day to ship UPS ground packages for delivery <laughs> by Friday, December 22nd is December 15th. All orders for non-stocked items will need to be placed no later than December 2nd for guaranteed delivery by Christmas. If it is after December 2nd, we recommend you reach out to us before placing your order to verify if we have stock for your desired item. 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the Illinois Central Golf engraved wood sign, the rail, the iRail logo. Yes. 100 bucks for a wood sign, and uh, that's, that's a not, big that's, sign. That, it's hand, <laughs> all of them are hand it's made. It's all hand painted. It's a it's big all, sign. Yeah. Yeah. You can get funny stickers, too, for your you car. Can. You, you know? can get lots of stickers. I have their magnets everywhere. You know what, Luke? What? I was walking through the office a few weeks ago, a few days ago, actually, yeah. and I saw the bespoke rail magnet that you get with your products. Yeah. I saw it on some girl's cubicle at work. Cubicle? <laughs> she's, cubicle. Yeah, she's, she's, she's in the marketing department. Um, I saw it on her cubicle at work. I had no idea that she knew anything about trains. I don't think she does. Um... That's I don't know. I don't sexist. think she owns the bespoke real <laughs> item, but she has the magnet on her cubicle. <laughs> like that's 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 strange, but okay. Oh man. Okay, let's get into today's show. Sponsored so, by Bespoke Rail. <laughs> but not because But not because we're not actually getting sponsors. we're not actually getting paid. We're just talking about them because we like them so much. Anyways. Do. So tonight's so you woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Woke up. We woke up Sunday morning. <laughs> and yeah, you're really going to want to go back to the last episode. <laughs> okay. We so. woke up Sunday morning. Keep in mind, Luke is sleeping on my futon. I am sleeping in my own bed. Ho- hold on. I got to tell them what Cam is on first. Oh, sorry. Jeez. Come on, man. Okay. I was sleeping on Bryson's futon, which... I talked crap on it first, but then realized that I was wrong. Anyways, Flagstaff, Arizona is today's uh, virtual real fan cam of the episode. Kind of weird for us, because we don't normally do anything out west, nor have we ever been to Flagstaff, Arizona. But I thought about shaking it up this time. So I got that on right now. Nothing's gone by yet. Okay, continue, Bryson. Is there a flagpole in Flagstaff? Um, there is a lot of lamp posts that I can see. Um, there's I a, love lamp. There's a car going across the tracks. There's also a guy walking across the tracks at the railroad crossing. So he is legal. He is not trespassing. Good. Um, no, I don't see. A, I don't see a flagpost at Flagstaff. Aww. Okay. Go ahead. I woke up on your bed. I mean, on your futon. (laughs) And I woke up in my own bed. So, Sunday, we kind of talked about two different things. Keep in mind, we're roller coaster guys. Mm -hmm. So we had two options. One option, Six Flags Great America, which I have a membership to. I could have got Luke into for a little bit cheaper. And I've never been there before yet. He's never been there before. But there is a second other intriguing option. Very intriguing. Little America. Living in Little America. Oh, I better stop so we don't get a copy. Is that really a song? Well, without the little in it. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, Little America. If you've never heard of Little America, why haven't you? Yeah. Why haven't you? <laughs> like, seriously. This... <laughs> go to Little America. Go to Little America's website right now. Go give them stuff. This this episode is also sponsored by Little America. <laughs> but not because they're not paying us. But, they not, but not really. We just like it. <laughs> we love Little America. Okay. Little America. If you've ever 
scene. Do you want to feel like outside of Chernobyl? Do you feel like you want to die? (laughs) (laughs) It's little America. Okay. It is, it is not the most unsafe place I've been to in my life. Um, no, but little America is an amusement park in the lovely town scenic of Marshall, Wisconsin. Smells like cow dung right when you walk out (laughs) of the car. It does. That's when you know you're um, in a good spot. <laughs> Little America has four roller coasters. Yes. Little Dipper, which is a sit-down kitty coaster. That we rode. Actually, it was built by the Alan Herschel Company. So, you know you Herschel. Know. He's pretty good. Yeah, and it's just it's just a little Dipper kitty coaster, the model. I mean, it's, there's a good ride. Operating. <laughs> there is Mad Mouse. Which was also built by the Alan Herschel Company emphasize, as a wild mouse or mad mouse. Emphasize the mad part. <laughs> mad mouse doesn't have any restraints. Uh, what do you hold on ever. to the sides of the coaster? And what? I said there's no restraints no, that, whatsoever. There's no restraints whatsoever. You hang on to the side of the coaster. I like, thought. There's little handles for you to hold on to. And the only padding in the coaster other than the seat is a half of a pool noodle. I was going to say you, it's so a half cut head, pool noodle. You don't get a concussion. And it it helped. I mean, it helped. Yeah. I got scared um, because I rode that coaster. That was a year ago. I was 27 at the time and still roughly 210 pounds. <laughs> there was a little girl that got on after me that was probably like 10 years old probably weighed like 60 pounds by herself i thought she was gonna die i thought that was the <laughs> last time we were gonna see her i was gonna be like no she survived so i don't know how but she did there's also a wooden coaster yes right on demand the now, Luke, did you you want to guess what year Meteor opened at Little America? Can I ask when Little America was incorporated? If you know, Little America has been operating since 1991. Really? I'm yes. gonna guess 1991 then. 2007. Shut up. Dead serious. No. Meteor. Meteor is a Philadelphia Toboggan Company junior coaster. No. It has been operating since 2007. No. I, it, how are they it, allowed to it, How are they allowed to build that? <laughs> is it not one of the smoothest wooden roller coasters you've been on though? Yeah, I mean it's not terribly large or big, but yes, it No, it was, but it's smooth. It is very smooth. So, it also operated at a park called Kitty Town in Norridge, Illinois. Okay. Um, it was operated there from 1953 to 1966. Now that makes sense. And then it operated at Hillcrest Park in Lamont, Illinois from 1967 to 2003. Now, now that makes more sense. Yes. So (laughs) the ride was originally built in 1953. Okay. So I feel better now. It's it's, but it is still a very smooth roller coaster. It's a fun roller. It's a fun little roller coaster. 
If you ask very nicely, the guy with one arm will let you go around three times. <laughs> and finally, the very last roller coaster we need to talk Shout out about. to that guy who always has a broken body part. <laughs> he's, got, he's always got a broken body last part. Last year he was there. Was, last year we were there, his hand, his hand was in a sling. This year we go, his, his freaking... Uh, leg was in a boot. Yeah, his leg was in a boot like he broke so like he broke something. And it's just like, dang, that guy's dedicated. <laughs> the very last roller coaster is probably my favorite and the most famous of this park. And the most unique in the world. <laughs> Operating since 1993, a chance rides toboggan coaster. Hence on the chance, because you're taking a chance with your life. <laughs> Man, I knew that I, I knew that was going to be a great ride when I got up to the station platform there and the ride operator was smoking a cigarette while he was operating <laughs> it. That is when I knew, man, this is going to be the best ride. Go ahead. Expl- explain fact, the explain look, the ride. This was the very first chance toboggan ever built. It is serial number 001. Dude, I would not doubt it. <laughs> Cuz <laughs> Because I'm sure they took some of the mistakes that they did on this one to update the next ones. <laughs> so it operated in Dogpatch, USA and Dogpatch, Arkansas. That sounds like a cool 1969 place. 1969 to 1973 dog. as Earthquake Magoon's Brain Rattler. <laughs> okay, I was taking a sip of my when you said that. And it almost came out of those. And then it operated at Seven Peaks Water Park Duneland in Porter, Indiana. You know Porter, Indiana. I know where that's at. As the toboggan. That's boring. (laughs) And it operated in 1990. It operated until 1990, so it looks like it operated from... Operated from nineteen eighty or nineteen, yeah, nineteen eighty eight to nineteen ninety. So two years there. Okay. And then it came to Little America, and it's been operating in Little America ever since. Explain the. It's a chance to boggin. Ex- if you know what a chance to boggin is, you know. But if you don't, it's basically you're sitting in a car single, by yourself, single or car. if you are small and have a small child, you sit with them not, in a single. I car. would not recommend. I would not recommend. I would not recommend. You are Fully enclosed in this car with a full roof on top of you and a cage in front of you. And that cage and roof close over top of you to trap you inside this car. And it's all padded. The top, the back, the sides. And there's... It's padded with pool noodles. There's a... With, uh, that are, I'm looking at a picture right now. The pool noodles are zip-tied onto the frame of this cage. It's a literal, literal cage. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's Like, it's when a we cage. say a cage, like, it's a cage. <laughs> It's a cage. Um, so. And you can. You're in a cage. So, and, and explain how you sit. Like, it's not like you're sitting in a seat. Like, your legs are straight out. You're sitting at. Yeah, you're sitting sit at like out. a 90 degree angle. Like, you are just sitting straight out. Like. It's weird. And my favorite it's thing weird. is he had little. He had little foam things that he had to put over some of the bolts so we wouldn't cut ourselves on them. Yep. Inside the car. Yep. Um. I'm six foot. The roof was touching my head. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. So I'm five foot nine on a good day, and it was touching my head too because of the just the the way the padding probably come down. 
So you go up a enclosed tube silo. This silo. I think a silo is a really good. I think way to that's put a it. good way. Yeah. You go up vertically. Ninety degrees through the silo. Ninety degrees. Pitch dark. And how far do you go up? You go up forty-five feet through this pitch dark. Thing. That doesn't sound like and a lot, but it is a it lot. Is. <laughs> you come out. And then you do one, two, three, four, five, six full rotations around said cylinder that you just rode up in. Yep. And then... And by that time, you're going pretty fast. And, and then... And then the, you get into the little bunny hills. And, and... That's the scary part of the ride. The problem is, you know how I said you're in cage, or you're enclosed in a cage? Well, those bunny hills want to give you ejector airtime. Problem is, there's nowhere for your body to eject to other than the top of this car. And you're sitting at a 90 degree angle. It is quite possibly it's a, one of the strangest. Most... It is a neck breaker. Like, you can't, you literally can't brace yourself at all. No, no, you cannot. There's like nothing to hold on to. You, you can't like you know, push down on your seat, on your feet, onto the ground, like, if you were stand, if you were sitting normally, like, there is just nothing you could do to brace yourself for this, and your whole body just goes straight up, and that's why there has to be so much padding around your head, probably so you don't snap dang neck. <laughs> but man, it's and keep in mind, we're not. Yeah, Luke's Luke's right. It's fun. We're not telling you not to go to Little America. Oh no, in fact, it is. We love Little America. If you love a an adrenaline rush, it's unique. <laughs> it is unique. It is a fun place. It is a small town country amusement park. That probably that probably cuts some corners, but that's what makes it fun. The big thing with Little America, though. Is there is the train is the train? You know they have a quarter scale train. Uh, it's either a fifteen or sixteen inch gauge train. Live, I didn't get out. Live my, steam. Uh, yeah, live steam. They also have diesel engines, Ooh. but live steam. They have a few steam engines. Just say they have a couple. And it is a long trip. Uh thirty five minute round trip, basically. Yep. That was about it. Yeah. Um, and so you start off on this train and, you know, our first time on the train, we thought, oh, you know, it just goes in a loop around the park like every other amusement park. No, park, right? no, no. So we, we get on, we got on the train and it starts taking us around the park. And then you realize, oh, there's way more to this place than you thought. Mm -hmm. So during the summer, it takes you over by the campgrounds where people can camp to go to the park. and. You know, kind of like, yeah, a little campground. Yeah, that part's, that so it part's just a little at a loop. Station. Yep. Yeah, it's, it stops at a station. It's a decent-sized loop. And you're like, oh, okay. So it's it's a little bit bigger than we thought. Then it keeps going. And go. And it keeps going. And going. And it keeps going. Until you're in. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you look ahead of you. And? And you're like, that's an animal I don't usually see. You see it? Oh. You're like, wait a minute. That's Limu Emu from the Liberty Biberty Mutual Insurance Company commercial. Who is not sponsoring us. Who's not sponsoring yeah. us. You should, though. Uh, so, 
See, there's you see, you see Limu first, and then you see there. There's an emu, and then there's there's alpacas or llamas. They're the same thing. Um. So then, you got two, a few alpacas or llamas. You have an emu, and then you look over, and what is there? Luke? There's a zebra. And then you look, and there's another zebra. There's two zebras. Or a zebra. They have two zebras. Um, on top of two zebras, they have a crap ton of ducks. A lot of ducks. Lots they also ducks. have the dead pine tree forest. <laughs> dead pine tree forest that it goes and, through, which is pretty photogenic, if you ask literally me. Literally every tree along um, the tracks is dead. <laughs> so the first time we took the train, it was during the summer. Um, because this is also the second time we've been to Little America. Um, the first time we took the train was during the summer. This time we took the pumpkin train. And so there was Luke, a Halloween actor. We think. We think. There was a furry. Half furry. Uh, just the head. Half furry. Just the head. It was like uh, a, in the dead what was it? tree forest. It was like a dog or something? It was something. I don't know. It scared the crap out of me. Anyways. During the pumpkin train, the train stopped at a pumpkin patch after the dead pine tree forest. And how many minutes? And you had exactly... How, yeah, how many minutes? Four, four minutes. Four minutes. They timed you. Four minutes to pick out a pumpkin. They weren't messing around. They were running a train. Nope, yep. They were running four a train. Four minutes to pick out a pumpkin. They are running a train on, more on schedule than Amtrak ever yeah. will. Um, so, so th- you had four minutes. He was timing you with the stopwatch. And then he punches your pumpkin ticket. He he punches your pumpkin ticket. To make sure that you only took one pumpkin. <laughs> Just don't you steal a pumpkin from they they'll so, Mr. Conductor will find Yeah, Mr. Conductor. Mr. Conductor was having quite a time. He was having, it was, he was having a bad day. Mr. Conductor Mr. was having a sweaty hot Mr. Day. Conductor did not wear <laughs> any sunscreen <laughs> that day. No. Mr. Conductor was very so, red. the forehead. <laughs> We went around the pumpkin patch after we got all got all got settled back in, and we drove or we rode down the tracks. And in front of us, we saw a flock of ducks, of white oh ducks. Oh my god, swans! Swans, ducks, something. Swans. But do you think we slowed down? No, eh, no. Just blow the whistle a little time and hopefully get off the track. They all got out of the way because they are domesticated. They're used to the train. Yes. That train is their friend. It's part of their. And then life. we saw a nice big. Texas Longhorn thing. There were two Longhorn bulls out yeah. there. And then what else was there? I'm trying to... The furry again. The furry again. Then wasn't there something else or was that it? That was the zebras. Uh, the, the zebras, zebras were really yeah, over the there. Okay. It took us back to the station. And then we get back to the the main area. And we wanted to ride the Meteor roller coaster. Cause, so the Meteor roller coaster was open, the wooden roller coaster. All the other rides were closed. It was the Meteor roller coaster, mini golf, and the train. Yep. So to get on the coaster, you have to go into the, uh, the concession stand area and ask them to get somebody to operate the coaster oh, for you. Please, can we ride the roller coaster, please? That's, that's literally how it is. And I love the idea of a roller coaster on, on demand. demand. They, literally, roller coaster on they demand. literally go last ride. <laughs> there you go. They go last call for the roller Anybody coaster. Anybody want to ride? <laughs> so we go. He took our tickets. We rode. 
got two laps around didn't get three and didn't get three but it was it was a good good time so worth the money and then luke made me play mini golf that was a good mini golf it was a good that mini was golf a course. very that that. was a very good mini golf course i beat bryson by like three strokes three strokes but then they clo- but then they closed while we were playing apparently <laughs> they did so we, we just uh, left our uh clubs so okay we'll see and then Talladega was just finishing up, so we listened to Ryan Blaney with the Talladega NASCAR race. And then we did some foaming. We did some foaming. I took Luke to Watertown, Wisconsin, to Kansas. the uh, park where the, well, now it's the CPKC, where the holiday train parks to do its little festivities. And I just randomly took him there to show him the spot. We looked up where Amtrak was, and Amtrak was coming by. It was not far away so, at all. Then we went to Applebee's. Don't really want to talk about That's that. That's a bad we experience. Go to the Pewaukee, Wisconsin Applebee's. Do not go there. Um, Do not. We won't waste our breath talking about that no. one. I left a zero. I left a zero dollar tip. That's how bad. It was. Finally, for the very last day, we went to a brand new Fleet Farm. Oh. Also, would love to get Fleet Farm to sponsor us because I remember oh, a time God. where Fleet Farm sponsored the Bellied Up podcast. Fleet Farm, please sponsor please. us in Quick Trip please. at that point. And Sheets? Yeah, yeah, maybe? Sheets could be easy. They, I, I, I'm already in at Sheets, so they know, they okay. know me. I won a contest one time. I've won two. See? It should be easy for us to get in. The brand new Fleet Farm. Luke, what was your, your perspective on the brand newly opened Fleet Farm? Cabela's. They have everything. They literally have everything. It is it's like a Bernard's, a Home Depot, and a Myers and like clothing store, Cabela's, just all like were thrown at each other to fight to the death, and they all die and reincarnate into. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can get you can your get nuts. your gun. You can get your trail to get your meat. You can get your candy. You can get your beer. You can get your pop. You could probably get your meat, your cheese. I'm sure it's there. Some. You can get. You can get your. You can get your gun. You can get your fishing poles. Toy, toy tractors. You can get your portable. Uh, uh, portable poo bucket. Oh my god! You got tents. You got shirts. You got John Deere tractors. Uh, you can get uh, toys for, for kids. Yes, I get, toys for I got kids. my truck tires even there. I've got PS dog truck. food there. For a toy. And that place was so new, there were still, there were still sections of the... You can get a snowblower with shelter. tracks on it. You can get... You can... You can get an and electric battery-powered zero-turn mower on it from Fleet Farm. You can they got it. get a t-shirt that says Fleet um, Farm on it. 
this entire episode sounding like a giant advertisement. Uh, we love Fleet Farm. Fleet Farm. That is not a sponsorship, but please, Fleet Farm. We, we would like to be sponsored. Lovely. Love, love Fleet Farm. I love it. They asked me if I wanted to open up a yeah. an account, and I'm like, well, I live in Pennsylvania, so unfortunately, I could. I'll never be back here again until... No, Farm and Fleet's so completely probably. different, Luke. <laughs> Which is unfortunate, because Fleet Farm is just amazing. Oh. Fleet, where you can farm. I've gone to both. Shoot! I like Fleet Farm better. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being sponsored by Farm and Fleet to get that little Farm and Fleet dump. Actually, it is. I don't really care. We drove down to we missed breakfast well, by thirty breakfast. seconds. It was it was closer than that. And I'm not even being paid to say that. Say it's the best. Okay. We missed breakfast at McDonald's by like two minutes. Thing. Another place. Not e- I was gonna Not say sheets. They we literally changed. The, so then, the thing. Then, then, then. We were walking we in. We went down to Elgin, Illinois, to 10:30. go to the nut store. They're like, "Oh, no, you gotta buy a cheeseburger now." So we I said, went "Fine, to we're nuts. gonna go to Quick Trip." Then. Uh, Terry Lynn. Terry Lynn. They only do fundraising, like but they have an outlet store, and so I get a spicy snack mix. It's the best snack mix ever. It's oh, my yeah, favorite right, snack yeah. mix, so I got a lot of it. And then Grayson has always we wanted to go to here. Bubaku's Burritos. This is a restaurant that I've been wanting to try ever since I first saw it on TikTok, and I made Luke try it with me. Nice. It's it's like a like a it's like a hothead burrito or a chipotle, but a little bit different, and it's very spicy. Well, you can make things very spicy, and so I made things very spicy. Um, yes, yes, you did. <laughs> so Luke just did a quesadilla. Same concept, though. I don't tend to do spicy stuff, especially when I'm going to be going into an airport and taking a plane back to Cleveland. So, uh, I did a cheese quesadilla, like the most plain thing you could possibly get on that menu i said i do not need any type of spices or anything so finally before, uh, for this we're trip, going into an airport we went to taking a plane trip schiller park i think it was schiller stomach. park schiller park metro Tends station not old stuff i love schiller park Top. metro station it is yeah it was good though yes oh yeah well cn doesn't like freight trains down there um Yes. And we didn't go really for Metra because there weren't a lot of Metra trains. You know, I could have because CN. Thanks, CN. I could have we done for more like you know. It is freight right trains, on the approach you know, to. I forget which runway. Well, one of the one of the main uh, east west arrival runways mm-hmm. for O'Hare International Airport. But and we got a lot of good aircraft. Uh, a lot of seven eighty sevens. A lot of seven seven sevens. Um, yeah, yeah, 
We'll have to do it more, and I'll have to. We'll have to do it more, and you'll have to bring your camera. That was my. That was my. Yeah, yeah. That was my first time plane spotting. Yeah, there. And it was actually fun. There, I feel like, like I enjoyed more special it. Liveries it's, it's in neat. Aviation a lot of different liveries. Um, especially because I mean, there's heritage liveries for God's sake. I didn't you know, know that. I didn't know that. I'm like, there's heritage planes. Really care less about you. But it was it was really good. A lot of a lot of good uh variety of aircraft. I mean, yeah, you had all your your CRJs and your ERJs for United, but you also had like a bunch of triple sevens, a bunch of seven eighty sevens. Uh I think there was a Royal Jordanian flight that came in. Some uh Qatar. There was a Qatar flight. There Yeah, there was a lot of cargo aircraft too that used this this runway. We even saw a FedEx. I was say, oh Qatar, yeah, the last, the last was plane a, we saw was a Finnish Dash Eight. China cargo Dash plane. We saw a FedEx. Uh, Amazon. We saw Amazon ones. That was that was cool. So Finland. then I drove Luke back to the airport. I hate Chicago O'Hare Airport. Uh, driving. So on what day was that, Luke? That was Monday. Mm-hmm. That was Monday, October second. Mm-hmm. I dropped Luke off at O'Hare departure uh, for Terminal One. Exactly one week and three days later, on, on Thursday, October twelfth, I was back there bright and early, and I picked Luke up from the O'Hare one departure day. terminal uh, or departure road. That's because. O'Hare's traffic yes. is stupid, and if you're listening to us from the sh- City of Chicago Roads Department, whoever designed the O'Hare uh, traffic Which was... flow <laughs> needs to be fired. That's horrible. That's the worst airport that I've... Like, <clears throat> I have just got back from... Ad- I This summer, I've been to Atlanta, Dallas, and Denver, and have driven or ridden around each single one of those. And Chicago O'Hare wow. has to be the wow. worst out of all of them. Although Dallas comes wow. in for a second. Dallas is stupid as well. DFW. Um, I picked Luke up. And guess where we went? But where did we go before Union Station? Bubaku Burrito. <laughs> and I tried something even spicier. We went than to before, Union Station. I I shouldn't, but my well, my intrusive thoughts told we me we went to, to do so. the one am- the. Oh my <laughs> god! Video. I forgot about that. Yeah, we went back to Bubaku Burrito. And guess what I? So guess what I had? I the same the exact thing. Whoa! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Got to be an SF. One, two. Four engines. It was not good for me at all. Okay, go. So. Idiot. No, I got I got the chips. I got the chips because I couldn't handle it. Because I got nachos and I couldn't handle all those spice nachos, so I had to get plain chips. I think I got it with chips at night. Actually, no, I didn't. I didn't get it with chips. So, I was gonna say you got chips because you, yeah, that's right. Metro station because I can. Bryson, 
Oh yeah, Luke Bryson, had to stop at Walgreens Bryson and it, everything was behind uh right before our big trip. Uh not before not before Glenview. I stopped at a uh not Go before I stopped at a Walgreens. And we missed the Amtrak train because I had to ask we the lady the to get like pulled in. Yeah, I'm just and like, I tried to oh buy our ticket, God. but it was two minutes after the train but was whatever. There, then so we go to Glencoe, Glenview. So we called. took Metra, uh, the Milwaukee District North again. We, of course. I had to go to the restroom because of twice. Um, because of my Babacoo burrito situation. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What did you do at the station? How many times? How many times? And then... <laughs> the late... Uh, You're like, the system's are you going. Okay? The next Metro train to Union Station <laughs> will be here in six minutes. The door, ain't op- the door ain't opening, and I'm. I text him. <laughs> I'm like, yo, yo, are you okay? He never got the message, but he did finally come out smiling, all, all happy, and like giggling Amtrak, to himself because I'm like looking Chicago at him. Chicago Union Station like, train's gonna be here. Oh, we got time. We literally crossed the track and the train. And Luke, <laughs> this is where like, I was we going just to tell you made I was it. going to talk about something because big news. Amtrak Chicago Metropolitan Lounge ends free use for business class passengers. Yes. Yeah, there's a uh, Wisconsin and Southern train. Big news. So, it sounds like Amtrak's following in Delta's oh, footsteps. I ha ha. I heard a train in your background, and too. And limiting the amount of people <laughs> that can use its I was going to uh, say they said I did. I did see Chicago that Chicago because there's so many business class. So now it's just travel out of Chicago and so many seats on their business class seats on trains that they don't have enough capacity inside the lounge. I kind of don't believe that because um. So while they are operating business cars out of Chicago with the new venture sets, the venture car sets. That's kind. Of- that's kind of They're BS. not using business class. Yeah, that's kind of They're BS. They're still all coach passengers, whatever. even though the coach passengers, some coach passengers are traveling in business class. So, if you're select plus or you're select executive, yeah. you can still use that. So I can still use my select plus lounge pass in there, even if I'm business class. However, yeah, I, I, I if you want BS to, and you're a guest reward participant, you can redeem a complimentary day pass for 150 or for 1500 mm-hmm. points. 1,500 points. You can also buy a lounge pass for $35. Yeah. So, and it, it's changing on at a lot of different places. So, it oh. looks like business class passengers may buy day passes at the lounges in Boston and Philadelphia or Moynihan, or Boston and Philadelphia for 35 or Moynihan for 50 Um. St. Louis, St. Louis, New Orleans, St. Paul, and Wilmington uh, may be used for by sleeping passengers. Uh, complimentary sense. single visit pass holders 
and select That's plus not, an executive I'd pay 50 reward bucks to go sit so we could have gone to the <laughs> wilmington delaware lounge that's unstaffed. Anyways, so we went to uh, Metropolitan Lounge, loaded up on snacks, and boarded. We boarded the Cardinal. Yeah. Yeah. Down Could for have. Wilmington, Delaware. <laughs> Not should have. <laughs> Amtrak train, number 50, the Cardinal. We boarded the Cardinal for the dirty windows. We were in a brand new Viewliner 2, which was beautiful. The Viewliner 2 roomette is the superior okay. roomette to anything Amtrak offers. The dirty windows. We were in the baggage dorm, so it was it was pretty unique, pretty fancy. We were happy. Um the, the We were in the baggage dorm too. So even more unique. The inside the inside and the interior was great. Like usually I get usually I get in those There's rooms a lot of space. and I wipe it down it is... for rocks and everything. Inside interior, great. Has like wood paint like I even because Luke, like Luke fake can't wood find paneling. the charger like for his scanner, so I brought my nice, face scanner. Warm and like and there was so much know. room and, uh, up like on uh, top you... of until you try to look up. Yeah, but, there's a cubby hole above. Yes, there's the, a lot of space. Uh, the hallway, basically, above the door. So I put the scanner up there. We had room for luggage. It was it was great, except the window. It was like a little so cubby hole. Up there. It was really dirty. Um, so we had a plan. Door. Our plan the was door, yeah. Indianapolis. I put my back. Yeah, I put my it, back up. Yeah. Just Indiana. So yeah. Indianapolis. Oh yeah. So <laughs> we were clean going through uh, NS yard because we, we got on it, it was, and it was dark ironic. anyway, so you couldn't really and see outside. Again, I looked out the window. It was and just like, Indiana, Luke, it's a so. heritage unit. He thought it was like an NS heritage unit coming. I'm well, like, no. Hold on, we didn't say what engine is one sixty. So our leader was Amtrak one sixty. It. <laughs> we had the Pepsi can, a P forty two that was reliable. And almost the entire trip, we were early to every single station. So we planned on cleaning the window with the Clorox wipes that Luke got from the fanciest Walgreens in the world in Chicago. And we, (laughs) we, yeah, it really was. (laughs) Almost on getting on cleaning it in Indianapolis at midnight. Our train came to a stop in Indianapolis at midnight. There's walls on both sides of us. Like that's and that's no happen. lie. It was so we're like, antics. okay, set an alarm for 3.30 in the morning for Cincinnati. We woke up, tried to get off in Cincinnati. Nobody was getting on or off, Wall. so they didn't open the door to the <laughs> sleeper car. So we had to deal with it. We woke up. And then we were in. But apparently Charles nobody was getting West on Virginia. or off in any of the sleeper we cars. We ate first, right? I think yeah, we ate first. So. Yeah, you're right. We woke up around Huntington. We we looked at Huntington. No, yeah, we, you're right. We it we was woke really foggy. we woke up around Huntington. Um, 
We so, ate first. I we did not see Mothman. It was foggy. We did it, not so see my crazy ex. Like we I didn't hear my crazy ex. Very. <clears throat> it was very foggy. Yeah, it was. It was pretty foggy. But you would have heard her. She was a screamer. Um. No, we didn't. Correct. You wouldn't have been able. You um, wouldn't have been able to see them anyway. She just <laughs> screams. For no reason. So, <laughs> Not Charles in West that, Virginia. Probably a pretty dangerous place right for now, me people. to get out of the train, honestly. Um, <laughs> we get, she just screamed. They open the, <laughs> for no the reason. Our car, and Luke gets off with his Clorox wipes, and he asks the conductor <laughs> how long we're going to be there. Conductor's like, oh, we're a little early. Uh, step off and stay close. So, Luke and I go, and we so, start cleaning the windows of our car. And the- Which is about three quarters of the way up the main window of the car. I, I just literally, I just literally go straight to our window guy. and start cleaning it. And then Bryson saw me, so Bryson comes out and we start cleaning it. Now we get back, so we we cleaned it as high as we could and stuff, you know, which was. So you got a paper towel. Yeah, so it was pretty good. But oh, then I started freaking out because we get back on the train and oh, like, we use Clorox wipes, and now it's like streaking, you know, like the like the wet. Because it's wet. And I'm like, ah. So I'm like, oh, oh, no, I didn't get a paper towel. I actually just took a towel. Like, and, like <laughs> a washcloth. Those were the washcloth towels up on the top there. No. No. Shoot, I didn't care. Because I didn't know how quick, I didn't know how yeah. long we were going to be there still. So I just looked at the very nice white linen yeah. towels and said, well, those are window cleaners today. <laughs> I'm like, if Amtrak doesn't, if Amtrak doesn't want to pay mm-hmm. to wash their windows, they can pay to replace, like, Two or three towels, well, hand towels. So I went out and did it. I did it twice. <laughs> wiped it over with the hand towels to get the residue, like the residue chemicals, so, water, whatever, off, and it worked. I didn't so do it twice. I, just, I just threw it in the trash windows. can. I'm going to grab the other one, ran over, and did the other window. And I looked, and I was satisfied, and it was perfect. For yes, now we can see the new river gorge. People want their windows cleaned. You know, pay me 20 bucks, I'll clean your windows. Squeegees. Yep. (laughs) No. (laughs) The conductor told me, and I'm quoting this, So that crud has been on there for over a year. (laughs) F-R-A-A-R violation. He did not care that I was cleaning the window either. He was like, he was just like, he was just like, go ahead and do it. We were on the right side for most (laughs) of the gorge right out of Charlotte. He didn't care. Great. On the left-hand side of the Because what am I going to do? Break the train. And then when we (laughs) got to the point where we crossed over the New River Gorge. F-R-A violation. (laughs) Also, it was beautiful. I mean, we went for the fall colors and we got the fall colors. Mm Mm-hmm. The fog lifted. It was. That hawk's nest. It was so romantic. Oh. Yep, and the fog lifted. We were early into every station. Outside of Charleston, the fog lifted, and it was a sunny day. And like, it was just a perfect day. It, it was. You could oh, not yeah. ask for a better trip, honestly. And we were running early. 
into like yeah, every exactly station. Like, like it was amazing. CSX stopped a train for us to go around them. It was wonderful. We went to the uh the um cafe car, kinda hung out with the crew a little yeah, bit. That was, was fun. They were Except for the except for the wind. BSing around. We it. Oh, it's We were fun. able to fix that. Thank God. If we would have been able to oh, fix yeah, the wind, they were, it, we were all Cafe car. Oh, it's hilarious. It's always fun to hang out with the crew. Especially no, when they're, no, especially when they're a friendly crew. Like. Gear. You just have to listen. You just have to listen to them. They were having fun with each other at first, like just joking around. It's just like, okay, we can, <laughs> but we can talk. We were all talked about. They didn't believe we were foamers at first. <laughs> most annoying thing in the world. We, we weren't wearing any foamers. So, we weren't talking about trains in the or most anything. And then we kind of let it slip a little and then, bit. And then they're like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I highly recommend it, especially going uh, eastbound. Oh, my God. It's just, it's perfect. In the most beautiful place in the world. <laughs> what happens when the train's not on time, Luke? <laughs> the New River well, Gorge is very safe. Your train that could route also be on time safe. until you get to Alexandria, Virginia. And then you could experience yeah, you... cab signal issues. Yeah, and as long stop as the train's on time for a half hour, and then crawl into Union Station then at you don't walking see any... speed. It's what happened to us. Luke was not having a great time. Literally about yeah. <laughs> I was starting to lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. I was a boy. I was blaming the well because I'm trying to coordinate with my brother to pick us up in Wilmington because I'm literally I was literally just telling him like oh yeah we're gonna be in the DC it'll be like an hour out of DC and then he's like have you moved yet I'm like no, I'm still sitting here we were I'm thinking in the back of my head oh my god we're gonna get stuck here uh, and then my brother's gonna have to pick us up at some god awful another train switch locomotives in Union Station which is cool I was more worried about him I think he had it was out of Silver or Palmetto. He made it. Got up to Wilmington to Joseph R. Biden Amtrak Station. Yep. I would rate the food a 3.5 out of 5. Uh, it had to be. It wasn't unedible. Now, where Especially the big train, CD with meatballs. That food? was actually pretty good. Oh, I would really give good. it the meatballs are just zero out of ten burger meat, but in ball form. Food was eh. We got alcoholic beverages though, so I mean, there's that. <laughs> that was the only <laughs> unedible thing was the meatballs. Joseph R. by Amtrak station. Get out of that station. Get in Luke's brother's truck. Yeah. Go to Luke's brother's that's house. The only, watch the, that's the only first thing half of think. the Colorado versus but Stanford whatever. game, right? Joseph R. Biden. Or was it? Yeah, it was Stanford. Uh, Colorado was blowing out Stanford something to nothing. Like 29 to nothing. So we went to sleep. Stanford? Woke up. Uh, no, it was Stanford. Yeah. Colorado. Oh, interesting. It's like it's like twenty one to nothing. Yeah, it's like twenty eight or something. Nothing. We, we went back like, to Joseph okay, by the Amtrak station, and we read the rules and made sure we understood all the rules of Joseph R. by the Amtrak like, station. Oh, interesting. 
A lot of rules. My brother's cat actually and came up and said hi to me. And we went up and we waited for our train. Cool. And we got on a regional. I think with the discount and everything, it was like 13 bucks total for the two of us to go up to Philadelphia. There were a lot of rules. That was the most uneventful train ride I've had in my entire life. 20 minutes long. Perfect. Got up to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Where I had my very first Philadelphia cheesesteak in Philadelphia at Jersey Mike Subs. There were no places with like authentic Philly cheesesteaks in the walking vicinity. And we didn't really want to walk a lot. Like, yeah. It was but not really. it was a crappy day. Not, yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah. It it, it was rain. It, that day was the With rain our day. It was class tickets. It was raining which the was, entire day. So I enjoyed and it. It was cooler I, I mean, too. But we did go, so we're at 30th Street Stations, but we did go to the... Uh, it's not bad. It's uh, Which was very, very nice receptionist. Decent. If you were the receptionist at yeah. the lounge, dude, you're, you're, you're a real one. You're fun. It was, it was decent. It was better than was Washington, D.C. They actually uh, had windows. That you good assortment of snacks <laughs> and out. beverages. That's what we're always looking like for in a good prison. lounge. I understood what every single one was, and there was nothing... Oh, yeah, like, she was... Uh, nice. Like... Fancy, yeah, good seats, good comfy seats. And uh, what was it, Luke? Like the handrail stanchions were good. Where was the PRR logo? Good comfy, good pictures of old Pennsylvania Railroad GG ones and locomotives. Yeah, it had the PRR logos. Yeah, nice little surprise. That was, on the, that yeah. was like on like the the side rail, basically, on the old side. Bob Ross before they put the glass up. It was pretty cool. Nice little, nice little uh, surprise. As, we watched a regional as, with as, as a what, insane what, amount of what, uh, passengers a, getting on it. Like there probably had to be two hundred passengers getting Happy on that Happy little train. accident. Little I think he said. Anyways, yeah. Anyways. Oh yeah, you have your own cool. elevator as a guest, as a uh, lounge person. But cool. Th- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool thing too about that is it takes you directly have, like, to the track drawing. It is awesome. Take down to the track. So that was really cool. Oh yeah, that was really there cool. Was, so like, it was you S. It was S. And I'm like, oh, it's a back secret to the main exit. area at all. You just get on elevators to take you straight down. Yeah. And what yeah. did we say? Wait, so she's like, hit hit the one that says we T. On and then there was, my what was the other button? The famous Pennsylvania. Secret, the secret exit. And those guys that were there were the guys that we actually hung out with in the car. If you realize that, yeah. <laughs> the, yes. I really enjoyed it. The world famous Amtrak Pennsylvania. My home train, basically. Best Amtrak route, if you if you ask me. We had a business class, so we were the first. We were the first car behind uh, the baggage car. 
It was a dark and, and since we were in the day. lounge up there, we got down there early before everybody else got on, so we were able to snag two seats that were together, which was also very nice. Um, not the best day for traveling, unfortunately. It was really stuff. Very tough. Oh. Um. So yeah, so we we made it to Harrisburg on time. Did did really well. Then Harrisburg, that is where the crews change, where the doctors and the engineer change. And I'm kind of friends with, I kind of know most of them out of Harrisburg, just because of the territory they run is back where I grew up. So kind of got to know them over the time right on the train. So we're expecting our one friend Matt. to be on there, my one conductor friend to be on. Um, <laughs> so I hear the conductor coming up and I turn around, I'm looking, I'm like, it's not him, but it was the, it was the extra Can board I... conductor, conductor Matt. <laughs> Matt is a crazy person. Now he is, he loves his job. Okay. He, he's one of those people that. He's one of those people that loves his job. He's very, very energetic. So Matt is, well, he kind of is doesn't have a, a filter. He, he, he's and well, you never I, I know what from, he's going to say. Uh, but anything that he does say, you're guaranteed Marine in college at the end. You're always a Marine. So he's not an ex-Marine. He's a former active duty Marine. Ex-Marine, um, yes. It's okay. It, I was very much so corrected I, for that one. My first ex- ever, my first time ever meeting Matt, Luke took us out to Matt's mm-hmm. house for a Memorial Day party. My gotcha. first time out in Pennsylvania re- in recent time. And gorgeous property. We looked at his collection of O-Gage trains, and <laughs> we had yep. a very, very good lunch. And then he sat out on the porch shooting... Right. Gorgeous, gorgeous property. As so, too. and and I'm loving, I'm loving every single second of this because Matt lives in the middle of nowhere, He's, and like that, that's just perfect. So I I knew Matt already. Yes, and I knew that Matt I'm was just, a crazy. I'm man just already. sitting there like so cover your that, I was very <laughs> like, excited to hear that Matt our conductor. He was aiming at birds. Oh yeah, yeah. He loves, he loves the cook. He's a very, he's a very good cook. He's, he's very good at, like, when he invites you over to his house and he says, oh, we're gonna, I'm, we're gonna have, like, a little party and stuff, like, he's, is gonna cook up something. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely uh, has to be. Let's see. Yeah, he he makes really good. And he's a uh, he's Italian. I think he's Italian. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking of his last name. Yeah, it's Italian. He's Italian, and man, he makes great. He has like a he kind of has like a Boston like Upper New England accent. One two two engines. 
don't know if he's originally from up he, there or not, but he just got like a nice chatter, like nice accent like this. But he's just a fun. He's a. And he's a good like. Oh, absolutely. He's a good. He's he's a good. Friend. Like he's just. He's so easy to get along, with, you know. And he just loves what he does. So we knew we were going to be in for a great while. The engineer from Harrisburg got decapitated on. <laughs> and it and it didn't disappoint. <laughs> he's telling ten year old kids stories about a train wreck that fifty people died in, and the engineers got his got his head decapitated and that you can see him standing at Horseshoe Curve waving a lantern on foggy rain. And it was one of those where, like, like, the the ride sucked. And he announced that over the (laughs) But the good (laughs) friends and good conversation (laughs) with the guys across from us and Matt and Darlene. And it was it was fantastic. It was it was everything you want out of a good train trip. Yeah, because it, it, it rained in. And then we oh, got yeah. to go to Eaton we, Park. Yeah, and make... It, it, I was I've say, been wanting yeah. to go to Eaton Park since yep. my other ex-girlfriend's parents bought us smiley face cookies from Eaton oh Park God, one day. Oh my God, it was day. so fun. It was And so I saw these smiley face cookies, I'm like, where Bryson has wanted to go so to Eaton good. Park so forever. Like, Eaton Park. I'm like, I need to go there. And she's like, no, we're not going there. This is the same girl who wouldn't go to Sheets with me, so good thing she's an ex. Um, and so, <laughs> so I've been wanting to go to Eaton Park since 2020. <laughs> Luke's parents, Luke told his parents that I wanted to go to Eaton Park, and Luke's dad wanted to go to Eaton Park to get the fish. So, <laughs> we went to Eaton Park with Luke's parents, and I got the Mile High Meatloaf. Which was a piece of bread with a large thick cut they piece do have of meatloaf on top, piled high with mashed potatoes and an onion ring, and then gravy. And oh my gosh, <laughs> that woman asked me if I wanted a side. I saw on that side that they had gravy fries. I asked, are those just fries with gravy? She says, yes. I say, I want those. She says, but sir, your meal already comes with potatoes and gravy before she could speak. Be finished speaking like the good chivalrous man I am. I cut her off and I said, I want the gravy fries. <laughs> so I got the gravy fries with the mile high meatloaf. And oh my gosh, that was a out of body meal experience. It also <laughs> came out of my body the next day, but you yep. But to me, it was a destination. <laughs> See, it's it's just funny because you know it's just Eaton Park. Like to me, it's just like yeah, it's Eaton Park. <laughs> but the, I know. <laughs> After Eaton Park, we drove. I told up my grandma, that, and she's and like, "Oh yeah, Eaton Park." Uh, it's like we all forgot about it. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, because well, it's just we go game, there so right? often or we see it all here. the time. We're just like, oh, yeah, you fart. Drove through Cranberry to see Roger Waters or his friend Sid, but. Or my other ex. Um, we drove through 
Yeah, we listened to the end of that. In in one week, mm-hmm. in one week, mm-hmm. I had either driven, taken a train or driven through the exact town. Yeah, then we went through Sealy and Noble and see Sid. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> Thank you. I feel so accomplished. <laughs> um... <laughs> I didn't make Luke take any wrong turns to go to train stores, and we got to Erie. That's I crazy. Showered and Congratulations. Eerie, and then we went to Sheets, <laughs> got Sheets at Crackhead Hours with Crackheads, and went to the Erie Amtrak station, which Luke had never been up in before. Yeah. So, so we went up to get on the platform. Crackhead Hours. There was a homeless couple in a tent right outside the elevator. Oh, not in the Am- not in the Amtrak portion. And Luke, did you notice that I was other than the station agent? I was the only man in that group of people. Oh, it was a couple, it was all like old ladies, young college girls, yeah, or like a young mother quick. with a one-year-old said, nope, baby. I ain't doing. The, um, I ain't done with this. And then see me. Bryson. <laughs> Yeah, and then me, and I'm like, oh boy, I don't like this. Oh yeah, and that one, yeah, yeah, um, that one lady, that one waiting, old lady had a shopping cart. Yeah, <laughs> well, when we were waiting for the train, I heard the engineer radio to the conductor. He said, "You're getting hey, ready you to throw down up here on your. Yeah, you're getting your, ready to throw down with you know your side of the train, things. and there was another homeless man coming up." Walking At least the train was like right from there. That group of people, but from a different group, walking down the tracks, and the uh, the station agent had to chase him away. Had to chase the the other couple away. I'm kind of upset that they didn't call the police on them. I don't know. Like I feel like we should be calling the police when homeless are on private property. But um, I don't want to bring politics into this podcast. Um, yeah, good good job. Good job, America. True. I got on the Amtrak. It's Erie. Lakeshore Limited. And I got in my... It's Erie, PA. Every, oh, I had a heritage city. unit leading. I forget which one. This, but, but, 108, yeah. I, th- I feel like it is. Lakeshore Limited. And... What did you have leading? The 50th anniversary scheme. And I had a Viewliner 1. Technically, it's not a heritage unit. Which was disappointing. I had the poop car. It's more just like a special Or, as my friend from work calls it, the piss liner (laughs) 1. And he's he's right. Um, I could never... So they had my HVAC system. What? <laughs> I put a towel on. Like seriously. Um, like seriously, I there has to be so much heat. Get so second. I didn't get the seat. top bunk. I got the. Bottom you didn't. Bunk. You didn't. But you didn't sit. See, you didn't sit. See, it was already made for me, and my attendant was asleep. He was in his down hours. Um. It's okay. So once I figured out how to make the HVAC system was not it, 80 degrees, which it was yeah. set to, I finally fell asleep right after Cleveland. Like, I I was out after Cleveland. I missed all of Ohio 
and I woke up just west or just just east of Waterloo, Indiana. My body <laughs> could could tell that I was coming into Waterloo. Um, I had breakfast in Waterloo, and you know, going out that way. And Waterloo. Other than a fairly unfriendly staff, like all the, yeah. the wait staff on that yeah. train were kind of just grumpy that day. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It that the the problem was not that. I mean, yeah, it's, it's the idea. Of that. I can always it's wash myself off and take a shower. It's there is no other bathroom in that car, so that's the bathroom you're said, using. And when I say it is uncomfortable to use, I don't know if you've ever tried to use that toilet, Luke. Oh my gosh, it's uncomfortable for me. Like I can't imagine somebody like it is. So it's at a it's at a stupid angle, and you definitely can't use it when the bed is down. You can only use it when the bed is up. It's, it's just, it's, it's awkward. It's uncomfortable, but we were 45 minutes early into union station, which was a, uh, feat of, a a feat of amazement by itself. Oh my gosh. That was also the second time in a week that I had taken a train through Northern Indiana because the week before that I was in the business car 300 (laughs) on a trip on the 765, uh, Michigan fall leave or Indiana fall excursion, fall <laughs> color excursion, which quick shout out. Like, I mean the, the 300, it's a beautiful car. It oh. was so fun to ride in. Um, Brian and his group and you know, all of his, his hosts, Kyle, like this, they are a very great group of people. Spit it out. Support the 300 car. It this, is. Yeah, Painted Tusk in Norfolk and Western 300, or Business Car 300, I think it is on Facebook. Go. They're not sponsoring us, but, like, we both get on the car. I've taken a trip on the car. Go donate Painted Tusk. It is, it is beautiful. It feels like you are, I'm, I've been on. And they, they are not sponsoring us, but we just like them, so. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty, pretty important guy here. I've been on three private cars this year. I've just been on it. I've been on the. (laughs) <laughs> i've been it on is. the milwaukee road superdome but the 300 is easily my favorite because <laughs> on this trip you can ride in the observation platform yeah uh, it he, was chilly bryson has spans still <laughs> still it was so awesome to go i mean and track speeds what 30 miles an hour the fastest but it feels so nice it's just it's an experience so donate to the 300 Get a that's, ticket that's on awesome. it, you know, to, to take cool. it on one of these Indiana Rail Experience trips. It is so worth it. Get a group. It's so worth it. Um, so a little, yeah, a little sidebar there. And then came back, and I think my most recent adventure, since you Get were talking about your adventure this week, a- I went out to Minneapolis, oh. Minnesota this weekend. Went to Mall of America with some friends. I got to eat at my very first Rainforest Cafe. Went to Mall of America. Got, rode all the uh, coasters there. 
Oh, I'll great. tell you, Avatar what? Last Airbender is America. a... I don't even know what. Like, it's... It's like an LSM or LIM. It's like a launch coaster, but it's a shuttle coaster. But you're spinning. Nice. You're on a spinning... It, it was... Avatar Airbender is an Intamin Surfrider model, so it's an LSM multi-pass. Been operating there since 2008. And it is... I mean, it was probably the most underrated coaster to me in this park. It's it's just so kind of disorienting. That's that's what I like about it. Disorienting. But it it's a U-shaped thing and you you go, yeah, LSM launching each each way and you are uh you're spinning. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the only ride I didn't ride was the back of the Barnyard Hayride, which is a fam- sit-down hay- family coaster. I've been on one that spins. I don't like, count it as a that, credit it because it's a Texas. power coaster, so it's, it's powered the entire Texas. way. Was- but also, I rode it as it's a kid, cool, so I already rode it once. SpongeBob SquarePants Rock Bottom Plunge. Quality, quality Gerslauer Eurofighter. It, it's, it's a fun one. It, it's good for being an indoor ride. That's that's a great coaster. Very very good, good park. Nice. And finally, I went to Valley Fair because I mean I had to. Like that was the whole point of coming to this area. It's like Cedar Point Mini. It's like a mini Cedar Point, except it's still fairly long walks to everywhere. I mean, it's all Cedar Fair branded. <laughs> so, the first ride I rode was Steel Venom. You know Wicked Twister? So, think of Wicked Twister, but only one of the spikes is twisted. The other is uh, straight, vertical. I didn't know this until, like, last year when I was randomly looking at The Flash, which is at Six Flags mm-hmm. Great America, which is the same exact ride as... It's, uh, a twist and spike, they call it. The uh, intimate impulse yeah. twist and spike. Where okay. one is a twist, one is a spike. The twist side is a twist. The spike side has a break on the spike. And apparently, most of these twists and spikes, Ooh. you they came shipped where it stopped you after the second pass on the spike... It it held you there. It was a holding break. Mm-hmm. So you hang face down for a, like two seconds. I rode that front row, and it is now my very my favorite intimate impulse because of that. Okay. Like I've ridden both versions. Like the flash at Great America doesn't hold you anymore, but Ooh. the break's still there. This one still holds you, and it is it's really special. Then Wild Thing. Wild Thing That's is cool. a uh it's a Morgan hypercoaster, which is also Phantom Revenge. Phantom's Revenge, I think, is Morgan too. So the same the same model as that. Huh. That was good. It's good. It's got some really fun helixes for a hyper. It's it's fun. Uh it's not my favorite, but it's it's a good one. And then uh. Renegade. Okay. Renegade is a GCI custom wood coaster. 
if you thought Hades was wild, remember Hades 360? This, this, this is a little wilder. I'll tell you what, I could not do Hades on one day and Renegade on the next day. That will not be happening. Um, I actually have a friend that was yeah, with us who is, was at Urgent Care today because they thought they got injured on this with their vertebrae or spine or something. I don't believe so. I I think they're they're wow. faking it. <laughs> but this ride is wild. It's intense. Cool. It's not it's not rough. Like I want to say it's rough. It's intense. It throws you around. Five- engine. Very a lot of padding, a lot of padding in the seats, but it yeah. it throws you around. Yeah. I mean, the first drop, you first twist to the right and then you twist to the left. Interesting. I'm I'm. <laughs> it is and it's quick. It goes. Its top speed is fifty one point three miles an hour, which on a wooden coaster is fast. It's a good coaster. I rode that okay. twice. I rode Ugh. I rode Wild Thing twice. Right, quick. And I guess my only complaints about this park is and uh, once again, I because I wanted That's it, it happened to me yeah. at Cedar Point, a a a uh, merch stand or merch shop closed before the park closed and I wasn't able to get something I wanted to. I wanted to get the Renegade Nano Coaster which is only at the Renegade shop. But it closed at five o'clock or they they didn't even say it was closing at five o'clock. I went back there by five o'clock and it was closed and the park Man. closed at eight. I'm like, that sucks. Come on. Also, there really weren't mm-hmm. a lot of food stands open. Like, I know it's Halloween, but there were no options for food. Like, the only option for food was either <laughs> chicken or pizza. Come on. Like, that doesn't no... make sense. A lot of their food plate their food stalls were closed, but they only kept like one kind of food. And I get it for logistics and stuff, but it was kind of disappointing. Sheets has pizza. I know that Wawa has pizza. Good. Yeah, yeah you way, told me Sheets has shout pizza. Shout out to Sheets with their new Speaking uh, of food. With their new and pizza. gas stations. Very good. Very this trip ended. Sheets with has pizza now. Didn't I tell you that? Lucy. You might ask That's what a Juicy Lucy is. I was told this by the, a friend from Minnesota. It is a stuffed Sheets. burger, a burger stuffed with Sheets cheese. It's a very famous thing here in Minnesota. Yes. And so I got one at Five Eight Club. What's I think it's that? the Five Eight Club <laughs> near the that? airport in Minneapolis. Oh my gosh. Luke, this was probably my top three burgers. It was so good. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, the fries I remember, yeah, I remember seeing you post about it. Yeah. But the burger was so good and made up for it. It was, um, yes, I was Bryce. between the one that was peanut butter and jelly, so it had peanut butter and cheese stuffed in it. But I just got, I asked the waitress what her favorite one was, and she okay. said it was the other one. So I got the other one. So I had cheese stuffed in it, bacon on top, cheese on top, and a special sauce. Oh my gosh. To die for. Oh. And finally. Stop. Finally. 
I had to go to a holiday. Holiday is another gas station. I would rank Holiday above Speedway, mm. but below Casey's. That sounds good. So that's my updated ranking. Finally. Holiday, I didn't really go in for much, but I went in to get a drink. And I sounds... got an extra large drink. And it was, they had a special Mountain Dew flavor, so I got that. I went up to okay. the cash register. Okay. I said, just this. The guy says, just okay. that. I said, yeah. He presses a few buttons. It comes out to zero. He says, okay, have a good day. Like, thank you. Like, wow. Thanks, buddy. So, uh, shout out to him and Holiday. Uh, (laughs) pretty happy with that. I I think he knew exactly what he was doing. Maybe they have facial recognition in their stores, and they can tell that I had never been there before, and I'm a new customer. Yeah, maybe (laughs) for not knowing what they're doing. They don't have them out. (laughs) close enough to hear but also i got uh spiked mountain dew or the hard mountain dew which you can get in maybe Minnesota. he did i got a lot of that so during the next yeah, podcast if there's any left i'll, uh, I'll have to try one tonight i had i just had the uh the sunny d hard seltzer vodka seltzer which is my current favorite obsession yeah. oh my gosh it's so good it just tastes like sunny d dude it is yeah So, you want to talk NASCAR, I heard. What? I want you to talk NASCAR a little bit. Talk NASCAR a few minutes. Okay. That's, yeah, that's what it's called, Sunny D. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can talk... I, I'll talk NASCAR. So, we are well into the playoffs here. We are in the round of eight. There's only two races left. Martinsville is coming up. That'll be the cutoff to set the final four for championship race down in Phoenix. So right now, Larson has won, and Christopher Bell has won in the round eight. So they are both currently locked in to the championship four. Yesterday, not yesterday, this past weekend's race was at Homestead, Miami. And it was a very, very nice, like, there was a pass, there was a lot of passing, there was a lot of good battles for the lead, battles elsewhere on the track, a lot of different people were running up front at different times, it just wasn't a domination race. It seemed like that at, at like during the second stage, Kyle Larson kind of dominated that. But he, so Kyle Larson, I think he makes really weird mistakes sometimes. And this time he was coming on pit road under green flag conditions. He was in second. Blaney was in first, so Blaney was pitting. So we decided to pit two, but for whatever reason. Whether Blaney was going a little bit slower than he thought was than Larson thought he was going to be, Larson just was going to run him over basically and basically take him out, which honestly he didn't wasn't going to mean to do. So he veered right and smacked right, he smashed right into the barrels of sand that <laughs> that are in front of the wall there going into pit road. 
So he did he did hit Blaney a little bit, but it was it was like one of those what the heck moments, and there's like fifty laps to go. And just like, what? Like, what did you do? Like, how, how did you do that? So there was a long red flag. So then the race starts up again, and and he, uh, he he raced like an absolute. <clears throat> and it was just, and he was doing it against uh, Ryan Blaney, and like he was trying to do the slide job on Blaney, but he couldn't do it. So he was just like pushing Blaney against the wall and pinching him against the wall and stuff for like two solid laps on every corner. And it's just like, what the heck, Hamlin? Like either get around him or just stop. Because Blaney ain't doing anything back. Like, he, he's... Blaney's racing. But then, something broke on Denny Hamlin's car in the steering, and he just turned right. And it was so unfortunate for him. But it was just... It just felt good, you know? Because he was being a... a, a Blaney, and even after the race, Blaney had some uh, choice ex- expletive wordings on his radio. But then, even after the race, he was like, "He was like, yeah, didn't understand what that was all about." He goes, "What's he usually called? What's he usually called? People hacks, hacks? Yeah, yeah. He was definitely one of those today." <laughs> and then there's Denny Hamlin doing his. They were doing the interview during the race when he comes out of the uh, the infield care center. And the lady's like asking her, like, what happened? What happened? Like, what happened? And stuff. And then he goes, he sits there for a second and goes, honestly, I didn't hear a word you said. I'm like, yeah, you, <laughs> you, you heard what she said. Like, shut up. He was just so upset. Because I think he's going to choke again. Because now he is, well, here's the funny, here's the funny, but interesting thing. Funny if you don't like joking racing. Under that caution that Denny Hamlin wrecked out of, Martin Truex Jr.'s car just randomly blew up. Like, the engine blew up, and there was just white smoke coming out of the exhaust. Like, they weren't even going 180 miles per hour. They were just going under caution flag laps. And his engine just blew up. Truex was having such a bad day <laughs> that he was, he was upset with his pit crew, he was upset with everybody, to the point where he was on the radio and he said something, um, to the lines of saying, like, I'm done with this sport. <laughs> like, pretty much. So, so, Truex might have just retired. So, we, we gotta keep an eye on that one, too. It, he, Truex was just not having a good day. And, Denny Hamlin... <laughs> Denny Hamlin's not... Uh, Denny Hamlin's gonna choke again in the playoffs, like how he does every year. I feel like. Anyways. So, current point standings is Larson and Christopher Bell have raced their way in. Um, William Byron is then third, followed by fourth is Ryan Blaney. That makes sense. Then, ten points below the cutoff line is Tyler Reddick. Seventeen points below the cutoff line in sixth place is Martin Truex Jr. and Denny Hamlin. They are both 17 points behind. Uh, Truex gets the 
spot ahead at Denny because he has more uh, overall. Or no, he has. I think it's more playoff points. Looks like Denny Hamlin only had thirty-two. He has thirty-six. Thirty-six. And then Chris Buescher's in last. He's at minus forty-three. Basically, Chris Buescher has to win this race if he wants to get in. Which, you know, I was kind of pulling for Buescher, but they did not perform well at all in eight uh, races. <sighs> It's going to be a wild race, this this Martinsville race, which kind of sucks, though, because the car does not perform to mm-hmm. Martinsville. That's the only But the race last year was pretty good. Everybody remembers that's what cost Chastain. So we're probably going to watch that 20,000 times on NBC, the broadcast. But, I mean, could Denny Hamlin make up that 17 points? Yeah, he could. But you're going to need some help to do that. Based off of how other finish in the, uh, the end of the stages. BNSF. Trailer on flat cars. So I think Chris Busher's out. Unless he wins. Denny and Truex. I mean, if they win, they win. Denny's, Denny's good at short tracks. Denny's I mean, Truex, Truex never used to be, Truex hasn't, Truex just started being, started to do well at short tracks. He never really, he didn't win a short track until like three or four years ago at Richmond. So he's not the best, I guess, but he's been doing well at short tracks. But out of everybody, William Byron has won at Martinsville, won last year in the spring race. The only two that really I don't know would be Ryan Blaney and Tyler Reddick. How they would do in short tracks. How they would do in this because they're not really known short track racing. That's the thing, Denny Hamlin is, so I mean it's his race to win. He wins, that's a guaranteed spot, so we will see what happens. As I said, Larson and Bell are already in. Who's going to join them? Byron, Blaney, Reddick, Truex, or Hamlin, or Busher. Good, good. It's good to see other people. I mean, Larson's always been there, but it's good to see Christopher Bell. And I really hope, I really hope William Byron comes on and get in there. He's 30 points above, so he has a pretty good chance as long as he doesn't really rock out. And like I said, he's one at Martinsville X. in the next gen car already too. So that's <laughs> so they know how to get it done. Um, but man, it's been a fun season. I've been following a guy on Twitter who posts the points. Yeah, whatever. He posts he he posts the uh, the point system as it would have been uh, with the Winston Cup series before they changed the points and that stuff and it's really it's so fun just to look at that and to see how it how it changes with the system i'm, I'm, sh- like I'm really, sure they will be but um in this last race was really good so we'll see what happens i'm sure by the time we do our next podcast the champion be crowned so we'll follow that
I'm sure they will. But hey, it's been a good it's been a good season. Better season with the next gen car. Um for the most part. At least there's no tires blowing up, I guess, or falling off like all last year. I mean it still happens, but I, overall I enjoyed the season. They got a problem with the short tracks. I mean with the yeah, with the short tracks and the uh, road courses still, they got to figure that stuff out. But like the intermediate tracks and super speedways, I think they got the super speed down pretty well too. There was a lot of racing at the last Talladega here. But the intermediate tracks are this year. Like, like I said, that Miami race, that was really be card performance. So we'll see what happens at Martinsville next week. We'll be crowning a champion. Hopefully, I'm rooting for William Byron. He has the most wins this year. Doesn't mean he's the first in points, but I think he's a... That, team, that team's just been firing on all cylinders. Like, very consistent I, I believe with so. their finishes. They just got to... Get the win at Phoenix. Which I think we've bored our, our listeners in the spring but this year. So if you're still listening, thank you. If you've listened to both and with that, the last episode and this end. episode all together, wow, because it's going on a lot. And if you enjoy <laughs> listening, yeah, message us. Thank yes, you. Cookies. That's a good word. And if you've enjoyed listening to this long amount of. Oh, we'll, we'll message us, message us, message us and say cookies. Yeah, maybe, maybe we can, maybe we can message us and say cookies. If you do, you might get, if you do, maybe, maybe we'll give a shout out and go to the show we'll grill. Not saying you will, not, not saying you will, not saying you will. And after you listen, you go and you buy also, something from Bespoke also, Grail, preferably something also, if you, if you still haven't gone to, to Bespoke this Rail, podcast for this long, and you enjoy go to Bespoke Rail, like about right things that we kind of now. talked about today, maybe well, a little bit more you. history and some <laughs> other fun things, go listen to the Well, There's Your Problem podcast in their three-part Penn Central uh, saga series, because that's around 10 hours worth of content. So, until the next time we talk to you in your car, your house, your whatever yeah. you listen to us, if you can handle an hour and a half of us, you care. can definitely handle ten. See ya.